You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday morning. Week 10 of the NFL season begins tonight with the Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. We'll get to our same game parlay for that coming up in Lightning Best next hour, Brian Baldinger. I will defend my ranking of the Tennessee Titans where I have them in my top five. My power rank is coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to chat with our, our guy, Pete Futak of College Football News, coming up here. He is um, going to join us on the Roman guest line. And Pete is from College Football News. You can also hear uh, him with us right now on the show. Pete, welcome to uh, Beck QL Daily. Happy to have you. And uh, let's start with this. Interesting game tonight. North Carolina Pittsburgh, and it's not just a game that you know our audience can wager on and, and take a side, whether it be the Pitt side or a good season or North Carolina coming off a, a crazy wild game last week with a lot of points, but also every NFL team is going to be represented. Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett. Pete, what's your thought on this game and, and these two quarterbacks tonight? It's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight if uh, what happens in the Baltimore and Miami game and see if this is the game that everyone's watching because, like you said, this is, you know, these are two NFL dudes. These are these are two guys who are going to be thought of. I mean, Howell has been brought up as a possible number one overall pick. Uh, Pickett certainly has risen up in this process and has looked apart. So uh, this should be a whole lot of fun. Now, for your purposes and our purposes, uh, the real question here is, do you believe in taking massive overs? I am a personal believer that if you have a, a, line, a, a point total – Above 70, if it's like high 70s, you always go under no matter what because over the long haul, you're going to be right. Cause it does take a lot of weird things to happen to get to over uh, a 75-ish, 78-ish. But this has been hanging around at 73, 74. These two put on big-time shows. I still kind of believe it's always too high and you go under, but this should be a whole lot of fun. Pete Joe Ostrowski here. Always appreciate your time, man. Uh, we we got so many great games coming up this weekend, but first we've we've got to address uh, what we saw on Tuesday night. Um, we always have issues with the committee, and that, and that's part of the fun. But what I just don't get is why they can't pick a lane. I understand what they're saying by going with Michigan over Michigan State, but what kind of a message are you sending? by also going with Oregon over Ohio State at 3-4. Oregon uh, won the head-to-head. Michigan State wins the head-to-head, and then they're behind Michigan. The, oh, you're right, because that's where the issue is, is that 
there's no real consistency. I've been to, I know these guys. I know the process. I've worked with the college football playoff committee from the start. I've done it this year. I don't know this group as well as I know the past groups, but I know how they do this. And it's a meticulous process that goes that they argue over the number 25 spot. Then they come up with the number 25. Then they argue over the number 24 spot. There's the number 24 team. So you can see it through the process where they, San Diego State hasn't played all that well, but they beat Utah, and so they did put San Diego State in, kept them in there and put them one spot, or two spots, I believe, ahead of Utah. You can see that where uh, the Big Ten pecking order, where they have a three spot there. You can just see where they debated this, and they were like, okay, well, we got, we're putting Wisconsin here. Uh, okay, they beat Purdue, and they beat Iowa, and Purdue beat Iowa. So they did that. They went Badgers, uh, Hawkeyes, I mean, Badgers, Boilermakers, Hawkeyes. They did that with BYU and Baylor, where they put them in the middle, but Baylor beat BYU, so they have them one spot ahead. So, And with the Oregon situation as well. So you have this kind of template throughout the board where they are saying that in each spot they are respecting the results and going with the head-to-head format. And they didn't when it came to Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, I, I think it's kind of because Michigan kind of dominated that game. And this is where stuff like the politicking of Jim Harbaugh, you know, when he's coming out and saying, look, the Big Ten said we got hosed by the officials. Little things like that probably add up. The only reason why this matters, and you know, Michigan State can still get in the college football playoff by winning out, so they, can, they still kind of control their own destiny. But let's say Ohio State beats both Michigan and Michigan State. Let's say they do it about the same. There's not, not one not close and the other's not a blowout. And this holds, well, then Michigan goes to the Rose Bowl if Ohio State goes to the college football playoff. Pete, you mentioned uh, Harbaugh and Michigan and where these rankings are right now. Well, they got to win this weekend to get their, you know, continue on that path. They're one and a half point favorites currently right now in Penn State against the Nittany Lions. Would you back Harbaugh as a road favorite in this game? Yeah, I, such as Harbaugh, Michigan's good. And I am a Harbaugh apologist. I, I think he t- gets such a bad rap. Uh, he does not lose games against teams against, that are bad. Like last year's an aberration. But in general, you look at the, the – you take out 2020, all of the losses in the Harbaugh era are to teams that were amazing. And there's, there's one in there against Iowa four years ago. It was the walk-off game on a night game where uh, it was just kind of a weird moment where that Iowa team ended up winning only eight games. But everyone else, they lose to Ohio State. They lose to Alabama. They lose to an undefeated Michigan State. You know, they only lose those top games. I don't think Penn State's all that great. Uh, I just don't buy into this offense. Uh, the defense is all right, but you can run on this group. Uh, I do think that Michigan, at the very least, Michigan is the better team. And one and a half is just not a whole lot to be given away. Pete, let's stay in the Big Ten. Purdue, great job last week. You shocked the world with an upset over Michigan State. Now go to the horseshoe. Your underdogs by 21 points against Ohio State. Total of 62 in the hook. What do you think about this matchup? Yeah, I play with a little bit of house money here. I mean, this is more on Ohio State. I mean, this is – they were obliterating – they had this great run, which, you know, they, it was they were blowing out everyone uh, since that Oregon game. Uh, but they also played a whole bunch of bad teams. I mean, you don't have a great win on there until they get to Penn State. Even that was a little bit of a struggle. Purdue's fine. They're going to hang around in this game. I mean, Aiden O'Connell has been on fire. 
That passing game has been good. The Ohio State defense hasn't been anything special. Uh, but as good as this defense is for Purdue, uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to hold up. And Ohio State's going to do what Ohio State does. It's going to take a while to rev up the machine. It's going to be close for a while. And then, boom, 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 they hit a couple big plays in the second half, and they take over the game. Pete, everyone's been waiting all season for Oklahoma to fall. They changed quarterbacks. They've kind of stabilized here. Interesting number, though, this week. They're going to take on Baylor. Baylor, five-and-a-half-point home dog. But this opened at six. This is moving towards Baylor here. Do you think this could be close? Is is this a possible upset? But I know Baylor's coming off a terrible loss to TCU. Uh, but this seems like we have a chance to have a close game. Good Baylor defense. What do you think? Oklahoma at Baylor. Yeah, I'm, I'm. like you said, it seems like Oklahoma was ready to get tagged before Caleb Williams. I, it, I, the problem is everybody saw the Kansas game, or at least they saw what was happening in the Kansas game and turned over and watched. Mm-hmm. What gets lost in that is that Oklahoma put up 35 points in the second half. I, it shouldn't have struggled that much against Kansas, but all right, that's just one of those days the team was just unfocused and just did not bring the energy or just did not bring it at all. What also gets lost is after they put in Williams, uh, after that one fourth down run against Texas, they've been a machine. I, I know that they haven't been as great as everyone watched. Nobody seemed to watch the Texas Tech game a couple weeks ago when if they did, then Caleb Williams wins the Heisman and it's over. Uh, but they've been hanging 50 points on a consistent basis. Baylor is just that good. They're just that strong. I don't think the five and a half is a whole lot. Oklahoma's the better team. Go, go with the Sooners. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, as long as we're talking about Caleb Williams, let's uh, follow up with the Heisman. If you look at FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Bryce Young, the favorite, at plus 170. Then it's C.J. Stroud at plus 300. Matt Corral, plus 500. Then a big drop-off down to Kenny Pickett at plus 3,000. I mean, where, where would you go right now? Caleb Williams. Uh, it, look, it's – C.J. Stroud's been fine, but that's, he's not going to win it. I mean, he's put up big numbers. Uh, he's going to have his moments coming up. Uh, I, Bryce Young – can you name a Heisman, a signature Heisman moment? I mean, he's the guy no. on the team that's hanging there, but like, there's nothing there that that screams, yeah, Heisman. 
Kenny Pickett, if he goes off, I'm not Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry, uh, Kenneth Walker, if he goes off uh, right. uh, over the next couple of games, and if somehow Michigan State's able to win these big giant games, if they're able to get by say Ohio State, and he has a you know 160 yard two touchdown game, and they win because of Kenneth Walker, just like they beat Michigan because of Kenneth Walker, uh, he's right there. I, if I know, but I know the argument's going to be he's only played a half of a season. But as a Heisman voter, I know this gets way pretentious, but mm-hmm. I always kind of see who's the guy who changed the season. You know, who's the who is the who is the guy who is the most valuable player, who's the most most outstanding player. And you look at what Caleb Williams did; he changed the season. He stepped in for a relatively ineffective Spencer Rattler. And you talk about Heisman plays, whether it's the fourth down play that really kick-started it all against Texas, uh, you know, even against Kansas. All right, the defense didn't show up and the team played you know, awful. But just that one smart heads-up play where on fourth down they needed to convert because their defense wasn't stopping anybody and you know, pulls the ball away. That's a freshman who just made probably the headiest play you've probably seen in college football in 10 years. I mean, uh, just play after play after play. And then – goes off on Texas Tech and just has a brilliant game. The numbers are there. The stats are there. And now people are going to watch him. I mean, the thing about the Heisman when it comes to this is who's got those signature moments. Now, if Bryce Young goes off and and Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game and he's amazing, it's over. He's just going to get it just because he is the Alabama quarterback and Georgia is the team. But until then, you know, Caleb Williams, he's got the Baylor game this week. He's got Oklahoma State probably twice. I think yep. he's going to be the one who rises up fast, and we're going to have the debate, well, can you vote for a guy who's uh, had a half a year or not? Uh, let me clarify, because the order was all over the place. So Walker is the third favorite at plus 450, and Caleb Williams is the fifth favorite at plus 700. Uh, a quick follow-up, do you think Caleb Williams has to make the playoff? Does Oklahoma have to go from – eight to the top four for him to get it? Uh, only because that would mean that they would have to beat these uh, uh, other teams. I mean, it's, if they lose to Oklahoma State, and they, I still think 12-1 and one Oklahoma gets it as long as they win the Big 12 championship. If they're 12-0 and 0 and then lose to Oklahoma State, uh, it would most likely Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship or Iowa State or whatever, uh, that's probably a problem. And, again, the, the, the overall issue is who else you got? I mean, again, Bryce Young's been fine, but it's not like that team has been as great as we thought. They were. I mean, you didn't come away from the LSU game thinking, oh, wow, there's a Heisman winner. Uh, Bryce Young just has not quite done it yet. Uh, and, again, with C.J. Stroud, he'll have his moment, but he's, he's been great numbers-wise, but he hasn't exactly been a Heisman-caliber player it's just a different weird award. It just it you got to have that moment that kind of captures everybody. And those two guys really haven't had it. Kenneth Walker certainly has. Uh, let's see what Kenny Pickett does tonight. I think he can get there as a finalist, but I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to win it. So I still kind of think Caleb Williams is going to put up the numbers when everyone's watching, and uh, he might slip in there in a really close vote. Pete, uh, let's talk championship odds here. Uh, And it it is pretty remarkable to look at a Georgia minus 125 right now. They've been the best team in college football all year. They should be the favorite. But do you think there's some value here at Alabama? Or at what point do you believe there is value on Alabama? They're almost surely going to make the playoff. Uh, Pete, they're at plus 450. We're almost getting 5-1 to on Nick Saban. 
Uh, do you think the odds here on FanDuel are appropriate, or do you see some value on just taking a flyer almost 5-1 to one on Nick Saban? Well, the problem is they are not going to make the playoff if they don't beat Georgia in the SEC championship. So uh, if they lose that game, they're out. They're, they're not going to make it unless a whole bunch of other teams lose. So the, you've, you're betting on – if you're taking Bama, you're betting on them beating Georgia. I would not also with the way, remember when it comes to Bama though, and we know that they rise up. We know that they come through. They've had a couple of big performances this year. They did look the part. They also came within a two point conversion of going to overtime with a mediocre Florida team. You know, they had a whole lot of trouble with a mediocre LSU team. They lose to Texas A&M. There's a whole lot of funky things that can happen. So to get to and win the championship, I mean, just getting there is going to be hard for Alabama. So I don't like the odds that much right now just because you to do that, they've got to beat Georgia first, and that is hardly a given. Yeah, that's interesting. It opens up the door for other teams if Alabama is not going to make it. We appreciate you hopping on here uh, and giving us some time. Enjoy all the college football coming up this weekend. Anytime, guys. You have a great one. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, there, there he was. There was Pete on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. How about that? How about Caleb Williams, 7-1? He thinks live for the Heisman here. As much as we think we know week-to-week college football, this stuff changed. And the idea of Alabama not making it, that's, I mean, that really, that hits home. If they don't beat Georgia, probably not going to make it. On the other side, we'll talk some NFL. I will defend my power rankings. Tennessee, yes, they belong where I put them yesterday. And we'll hit some road dogs in the NFL, which are our favorite ones for week number 10. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. There is Becky L. Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Hey, what's up? It's Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet on from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network, download the free Odyssey app, and search BetQL. Your home for wagertainment is the BetQL Network.